0: Welcome to the Dear Heart and the Brain podcast, where we discuss science and science-based tools in everyday life, particularly in neuroscience, exercise physiology, and nutritional sciences. My name is Jessica Wong, and I am a neuroscience student at the University of Southern California. Today's podcast episode is going to be all about feeling for early morning exercisers. So, many people commonly train early in the morning in order to either get to classes or to work on time. I had a client who even woke up at 5am to fit in their run before their four children got up and many of those exercisers report eating nothing before their exercise session. Commonly this is because they may feel like their stomach isn't awake or that it's too early to think about food or, or even think about the acid reflux that could happen if they eat so early. Other exercisers in the morning report that they have much better workouts when they eat something beforehand, something simple like an energy bar. So what's the consensus about fasted or field morning workouts? As always, I just wanted to mention that this podcast is part of my effort to bring zero cost to consumer public education about science as it is unrelated to my roles as a personal trainer and undergraduate student. Before answering whether it's better to do a fasted or a field workout, let's explore the physiological goals for feeling before a morning workout, okay? The first goal is to change a stress hormone profile. Cortisol, as you know, the stress hormone, is very high early in the morning, which puts your body into this muscle breakdown mode. Eating carbs and protein will switch your, your body into a muscle building mode and out of a muscle breakdown mode, right? That's the first goal just to really change the stress hormone profile going on in the morning. The second goal is to provide energy and prevent low blood glucose from forcing you to feel lightheaded, dizzy, and needlessly fatigued. The third goal is to adequately hydrate you through food and water to not slow you down. If you're making the effort to get up early to work out, you might as well get the most out of your efforts, right? In a study about sprinters athletes had dinner the night before and they were told to conduct a 60 minute exercise test the next morning those who had some fuel performed six percent better in the 10 minute sprint than those who had nothing at all in their in their system and 12 percent better when they both had when they had fuel and a sports drink By the way, 12% means running an 8-minute mile and about a 7-minute pace, which is pretty powerful when it comes to a race, right? Your body can digest pre-exercise food and use it to energize you during your workout as long as you are at an intensity or a pace that you can maintain for more than 30 minutes. So that's a good rule of thumb to keep in mind. If you've been exercising on empty for a while and you try to switch into... Feeling yourself before a workout, you'll likely discover that you can run harder, feel better, and get more enjoyment from your field workouts. Research subjects who ate 400 pre-exercise calories were able to exercise for 136 minutes until fatigue compared to only 109 minutes when they were fasted. For workouts longer than 60 minutes, the recommended intake is around 200 to 400 calories within the hour before you train and that recommendation of course varies right according to body composition exercise intensity and duration and personal tolerance to food some quick and easy snacks in that calorie range could include for example like an english muffin toast bagel or banana even a smoothie fig newton's or a granola bar can suffice as well Wake up around two to four hours before your important training sessions. And, you know, even some elite athletes will wake up at 4 a.m. before their race, not to get ready for it, but rather they wake up at 4 a.m. to eat a snack and then they go back to bed. And then they get up at 6 a.m. again for coffee to take their dump and wake up to begin for the race start. Okay, bedtime snacks with quality calories, not from... um, uh, low, low nutrient foods such as ice cream and cookies but casein protein and peanut butter or chocolate milk with with um, low glycemic load could also be the breakfast that you're eating the night before. In terms of fasted workouts for a tool for fat loss there hasn't really been a final consensus based on the number of studies that I've read because of the varying human metabolisms in their subjects right but it's all about the first law of thermodynamics where energy is never destroyed only changed from one form to another okay and that's all about facet workouts when when we think about fat loss right so that's loss of body mass that's predicated on shifting energy balance to favor expenditure over intake in fat loss as you already know of course our human body will adjust its use of substrate for fuel, whether it be from carbohydrates or fats in our bloodstreams, or do or through lipolysis. In this six-week experiment of around 20 healthy young women who are eating about 1,300 calories a day with this um, carbs-protein-fat ratio of 50% carbs, 24% protein, and 27% fats around that. It's like um plus or minus over there and um the researchers found that there were no significant differences in the fat loss during this hypocaloric diet whether they did exercise fasted or they did exercise field but exercise fasted does force the human body to rely on fat as a substrate rather than carbs because of the first law of thermodynamics and thereby reducing body fat to a greater extent than performance of post exercise at the end of the day however there's also evidence that a greater utilization of fat for fuel is compensated by greater carb utilization later in the day right well that's all i have for you in our episode today and i know it's a bit short but i hope that you got something really cool out of this um, I wanted to mention that important feature of this podcast, as you know, is that we deep dive into several different topics per time, and they kind of build off of each other week after week, every Tuesday. I mean, every Thursday and Saturday. So by stopping here, I do recognize that there are probably so many more questions about about fasting and field workouts. And the great thing about this is that there are a lot more episodes coming your way soon, right? Please subscribe this this to this podcast on Spotify. I recommend the podcast if you like it. The community that we're creating here that we have here is that all about discussing neuroscience is best supported by your involvement and your questions and i love to distill the most commonly asked questions to become a main podcast episode topic right thank you so much for your time and attention today and above all thank you for your interest in science